0: It's, it's nice to start the start the year with a bit with a bit of good news. But um, look, we, we do this piece of research every year in FRS recruitment, and we look back at 2023 and uh, summarise the kind of trends of what happened last year, and we look sector by sector nationally and then regionally. What's the outlook for 2024? So nationally, you know, it's kind of cautious optimism that we have. Nationally, we're seeing um, a forecast there of eight percent in employment opportunities. So it's great great for the Clare region. We can. See that
1: that growth above the national a- average at twelve percent. I, I must admit, I' little surprised to see that the uh, the this expected growth of twelve percent this year because it was the complete opposite last year, where the the number of opportunities in Clare declined by thirty percent. What 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 do you put the significant turnaround in 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 fortunes for those seeking uh, employment down to?
0: yeah so look what, what we've seen last year it was quite a turbulent year um in terms of recruitment opportunities in 2023 like we've seen and i'm sure you reported on as we've seen at the beginning of last year a lot of the the challenges within the tech sector and the potential layoffs but what actually happened was there was a ripple effect through so many sectors right across the country off the back of that where businesses and employers were putting projects on hold and hiring on hold to wait and see what was going to happen within the economy. So the first half of the year was very, very slow and that, that really impacted the overall I suppose stats for the year now we did see an uptick midway through the year last year a positive uptick and thankfully that trend is continuing into 2024 but a lot of those projects that were put on hold there's still a real demand for skills to be able to deliver on those and we're, we what we started to see is a lot of those projects come back on stream which the knock-on effect is demand and it's, it's great to see all the different regions benefiting from that.
1: And uh, I know people listening will be saying to themselves, come on, Alan, ask Lynn in what sectors uh, (laughs) is there going to be these opportunities and is, is this somewhere I can get a job? So where are you anticipating particularly strong demand?
0: Well, look, there's demand across most sectors. What we've seen, we've come back after the, the the Christmas break, and you know, people say, "Oh, the first few weeks of January can be quiet." Absolutely not. It's 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 very very busy. But the protect, the sectors in particular, it's it's quite a varied mix. So within accounting and what we've seen is in insurance. And and then moving across to engineering, life sciences, within construction, um, which is probably no surprise to anyone. Then a certain specific area within tech, cyber security, and also that, that healthcare demand has continued. But we've seen a particular demand within social care personnel in the coming year.
1: Okay, uh, Peter Ryan is as I said recruitment uh, manager with Campion Insurance Peter thanks very much for being with us as well Um, are you expecting a raft of CVs to uh, come flooding your way now that people hear insurance is one of those sectors where there's a good chance of getting a job
2: yeah I'm I'm echoing thanks for having me Alan and Lynn. great to hear from you Um, yeah like that I wouldn't mind seeing the raft we definitely the trouble is really getting people in the door Um, we do have a supply and demand issue in insurance um, Mm. so while not best place to talk sector by sector or anything like that, but I know since I've been in the company, yeah, trying to like there's, I know we have presence kind of nationwide, we're talking over 20 live jobs there at the moment and that's going to be a a reoccurring thing, it's just kind of growth within the insurance industry, we seem to be growing quite a bit thankfully, Mm -hmm. not saying there isn't factors at play, but like we need to jump, stay trying to get in good people even if it's at entry level, because I suppose one of the challenges within insurance is like you have APAs and you have CIPs and you have certain kind of central bank qualifications and different things. But, yeah, there's definitely growth within our sector, thankfully. So, long may it continue.
1: And and were you even booking the trend last year where the number of opportunities declined and clear by 30% but you were actually at Campion Insurance and perhaps at other insurance companies. You were looking for people but you just weren't getting either enough CVs or the right CVs with, from people who had the appropriate or relevant qualifications.
2: Yeah, I suppose. Look, we have uh, like acquired a couple of, couple of uh, a few different companies now in Clare. Like, so our growth in the, the Clare market, like we have a lot of intent that part of the country. Positioned lovely in between Galway, Limerick, you know, whether it's working or not, there's a lot of opportunity in that part of the country, and I suppose. We've seen it. We're going after it, and yeah. So look, we're we're it's very much a call call to arms, I'd love to be getting CVs and interviewing people and and going from there. But um, yeah, there's definitely going to be a lot of opportunity downstream.
1: Well, I can tell you, Peter, a better place to pull out the call that you're looking for CVs. You can expect uh, you can expect a busy rest of Tuesday now with all the CVs that are going to come your way from people listening no to, <laughs> to Morton Focus. Can, we, can, we can divide and <laughs> conquer there, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have to, uh, I do wonder, Lynn, Though it isn't just uh, full-time roles. There's lots of uh, temporary roles as well coming to the market. Would, uh, would they be in the same sectors or would they be in different sectors? Maybe if they're temporary roles, is that more in retail and sectors like that?
0: Yeah, what we've seen on the the temporary side again, a strong demand within the temporary space, and a lot of it is in clerical, like so clerical type roles, and then industrial, so your manufacturing and production, and also hospitality as well. But um, just to kind of touch back on what Peter was saying there in, about the the insurance and the challenge with the the candidates, to be honest, that kind of rings true to what we've seen across so many sectors last year. And you know, I talked about it was quite slow in the first half of the year, but what happened with that. And we've seen we do a piece of research midway during the year every year, and we do a survey with thousands of um, candidates. And the feeling from them was they were sitting tight. They were also sitting tight and not applying for jobs to wait and see what was going to happen. But particularly over the last few months, we've seen that confidence grow back. So um, in terms of candidates reaching out to us about particular opportunities, that has gone up. So hopefully that'll that'll make your life a little bit easier on the insurance front for this year.
2: Uh, no, but... I fully, fully echo that as well, because like, like, when mm. detecting happened at the start of the year, Everyone assumed it was going to fall into all the other sectors, and look, yeah. for one reason or another, thankfully, it didn't. But it still made like changing job is hard for people. You know, I know we're talking here in yeah. positive sense. Everyone hmm. wants to change and everyone wants a job, but like you're changing your routine. you're like it's down to like the conversations I have are less about the job and about I'm dropping kids to school and this and that and the mm. other. So, I suppose it is that acknowledgement so look I suppose here we do like to work with people and we get there's a human behind the desk and everything that goes with it but uh, yeah so look it's um, it's one of those things hopefully people do realise yeah, it's kind of it's stabilised now um, and yeah. if they are thinking of it at least kick the tyres and have the chat
1: mm, That's a very interesting point you're making there Peter about uh, what People expect from a job, and that a job being flexible enough to fit their their lifestyle or their family situation. Because a lot of people would assume, sal, you know, salary is the be all and end all. Um, but uh, and I, I don't know, Lynn. Maybe you can back that up to a certain extent. Is yeah. it, it? You know, from what you're saying, it sounds like the kind of the ball is in the employee's court rather than the employer's court, certainly for this year. But are they, is it all about salary or like Peter's saying, are, 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 will employees move if another job can um, can help them in terms as as he says, dropping kids off to creche or school or whatever it might be?
0: Yeah, look, I, I would I would echo that as well, and that that piece of research, the survey that we do midway during the year, now salary does always come out top, but very close second was work life balance and flexibility, and particularly I think our eyes have been opened over the last few years in what can be done working from home or hybrid or having those flexible options and. Previously, people, we would talk to them about an employment opportunity and they would say, oh, is there flexibility? Whereas now they ask, what is the flexibility? So I think it's, it's great to hear Peter's approach, you know, to, to have those conversations because they're the conversations that we have with people straight off the bat before we would even kind of consult with them in with a specific job or an employer to see what are their priorities what's important to them and people very much um are trying to make it fit in with their with their life as well
1: i wonder lynn with salaries have the expectations gone up even more because employees know that there's opportunities out there and that the the the, the cards are are stacked in their favor but also with the way the world is at the moment, um, the cost of living and uh, and so yeah. on, that they will look for the best salary. But does that make it difficult for uh, employers to, to, to meet those expectations, given they yeah. are dealing with the same issues?
0: Yeah, it's a real balancing act for employers, I think, at the moment, because, look, workers are fully informed in terms of what are the benchmark salaries. They're looking at what what's their current situation if they move what what kind of percentage increase or what increase could could they get and then that coupled with the the conditions that come with it benefits and the flexibility piece it's you know it, it's a juggling act for employers but that the pressure on the wage wages obviously were at near full employment that's been building over the last few years and it's certainly a trend that we could see to continue right through 2024.
1: Okay. And just to finish with you on that then, Peter, you know, at Campy Insurance, you're, you're, it sounds like you're crying out for people, but uh, like like other businesses, you're dealing with rising energy costs and operational costs and so on. And if, if employees, potential employees are coming, knowing that, uh, you know, they're looking for fairly increased salaries um, and knowing that if, if you're not able to match those, the likelihood is they'll find a job elsewhere how are we able to, to deal with that or can you can you offer very, very competitive salaries and someone would have to be looking for crazy Premier League soccer players' money <laughs> for him to be not, not able to match it?
2: No, I don't. The soccer, well, I suppose, firstly, definitely, the crying out, I I kind of reel back a little from that, but at the same time, the company is growing and it's kind of positive times, so, like, I definitely don't want to preach a, a negative message, do you know I can mean? what it's um It's an exciting time within the company and it's growing and there's more offices regionally popping up, which, yeah, it creates a, a certain level of pressure but it's um it's it's good and it's an exciting time to be a part of it when it comes to salary expectations lynn hit the nail on the head it is completely a balancing act because yes you have all those overheads and it's prob- i'm probably delving into conversations that are above my pay grade but at the same time you have team dynamics and you can't airdrop someone into a team and mm. and at the end of the day you can't like it's it's a very regulated industry so it's not like buying a sandwich in a deli where sometimes the costs fall on the customer like this isn't mm. kind of how we can do it so You just have to live within your means. We've had a business model. Jim Campion founded a company many 40 years ago. It's been successful. It's not, we're not looking to rip up the script. We'll grow and meet the demand as as we can, but at the same time, like I say, I want to have human-oriented chats from the get-go, and yes, no one's gonna join a new company for less money, but at the same time, there has to be a happy medium there that works for everyone, so yeah, yeah, we'll... We'll gone, but like I say, I think stability is a big one and it's a growing industry and people can, especially young people, we're going to a career fair in UL now next week, Like people can build a real good career in this space and I think that at a certain age point is a big motivator as well.